I haven't been many places in my life and time. But in time, I've learned that places don't make men. But experiences do. And I haven't seen many things, but the things I've seen makes this cliche true. You see, we live a life not that of our own, but the life that's dictated by the normalities of what's accepted. Or should I say what's expected? But somewhere along the lines of these expectations, we lose that sense of relation for ourselves. Now, what's the direction of a man who has lost his way? But the sway of a drunkard soiled with the stench of drunkenness. And this is how it really gets. Of the millions of minutes we've lived, one was missed. And that one will determine the men will become. And we may seek to change or maybe turn back the hands of time, but there's no minute relived. There's no man sustained from yesterday's food. We can't eat what's already consumed. The plight of tomorrow depends upon today's provision. But this is a provision that's nearly never sought. And this is a vision that's nearly never caught for young and old alike. And the likes of men today are like pigeons in flight, afraid to live the life of men unflinched. Terrified to finish the unfinished thought. Petrified to begin. Begin the process of which to know life void of restrictions. I mean, worse is the condition of a man who finds himself in shackles. Fashioned by himself. Deprived the joy of living from the image he finds in his own reflection. But let us be the exception of the rule of this game that we call life. And let us not be fooled nor deceived by the places we've seen. But let our measure be determined by the experiences of life lessons. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family, what's good? What's good? (laughs) 
I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we shine, and I need you to get in tune. We got work to do, family. Let's get to it. Spoken Soul Family was good, was good. Oh, man, it feels so good. I promised you guys that season five of Spoken Soul Sessions was going to be dynamic. That I was going to search high and low for the best interviews that I can get. People who are making waves and doing things in this community of ours. Today, there's no exception. In fact, today I am very, very, very happy because our guest today, oh man, she is absolutely phenomenal. But let me give her the proper, proper introduction that she deserves. I'm talking about none other than Khadijah Muhammad. Who is the CEO, creator, and designer of Designs by Deej She's always been quite the creative soul and innovative thinker So it's not that shocking that she's in this space in this moment in time But yet and still, she didn't quite see herself doing exactly what she's doing But that's the beauty of life When you live it a little it has the way of uncovering all the little parts of you that you have yet to explore and helping you discover your talents and gifts in that area. Watering a bit and nurturing it along the way grows into something even bigger. And that's how she winded up here. Khadijah created by designs, created designs by Deej to give us permission to love ourselves. We've been denied love for so long that now we have completely taken our power back and given our own selves permission to boldly and freely love on us as much as we want. Her brand Feeling explores all of the Asians. All of the Asians that you've missed and that will that that will give you back all the feels of celebration, affirmation, representation. As her, custom, as her customers accept her brand into their home She hopes that they will feel special and celebrated Khadijah's mission is to shine a positive light On what makes us beautiful While celebrating the power and depth of our black culture Khadijah says We have a story to tell And although we aren't all the same as black people We share same experiences and it's what connects us as a whole. It's what makes us feel for each other and empathize so well with one another in times of challenge and in times of triumph. We can all be so different. We can be total strangers. We can come from all different walks of life, different backgrounds and different faiths. But there's this unexplainable common thread that just connects us and unites us as a culture because of the beautiful layered complexity of our melanin skin. Our story is so incredibly entrenched in rich culture, tradition, and strength, and it has gone uncelebrated for far too long. The minor blemishes are 
glorified by society ten times faster than our strides. And our story of greatness and legacy is never quite captured in the beautiful way that it should be captured. Representation and diversity lacks. And as a woman who doesn't fit the mold of society, that just didn't sit well with her. This is how Designs by Deej's cultural creations came to be. Through Designs by Deej, Khadijah always aimed to create pieces that are self-affirming and that center black joy while reflecting some of our shared experiences, empowering beauty and accurately encapsulating our shared emotions and feelings. She's places a Pacific, she places a Pacific emphasis on the beauty of natural hair. Because in 2023, black women are still being discriminated against because they dare to wear their natural curls to the workplace. Corporate America, schools, and more. She aims to continue creating justice awareness by creating pieces that celebrate and empower black women and girls. Khadijah actively participates in numerous local Jackson events, such as Juneteenth on Ferris on Ferris uh, events and so and, and more showcasing accessories on representation. Khadijah continues to give back to the community and she continues to serve those who look like her by producing new designs for every little girl and black boy to see themselves in. Khadijah was named and awarded as one of the top 50 women in business in Mississippi in 2020 in Pearl, Mississippi at the Black Women's Business Expo. As of July 10th of this year, Khadijah has been announced as one of the top five finalists that are in the running to receive the Best of Mississippi Award in the category of Entrepreneur of the Year and in the category of Small Business of the Year. You can stay updated on all of her upcoming events and new items by following her across all social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram at Designs by Deej. Spoken Soul Family. With no, no further ado, I want to welcome to the Spoken Soul Session Studio the lovely, beautiful, incomparable Khadijah Muhammad. Hey, what's going on, sister? How you been? I'm good. Really happy to be here. How are you? I'm good. I am so good. I am so good. Finally, you know, I'm so excited to have you in the studio. Uh... I mean, you're doing so much, man. You're doing so much out there in the community. And uh, I thought it was only right that we bring you over and highlight some of the things that you're doing out there. So first, I want to get right into it. We got to get we got to get the formalities out of the way, you know. Uh, but first, I, I, let me give a little brief, you know, you know, introduction of how I met you. You know, as you guys know, I took Spoken Soul Sessions over the clubhouse in a way to engage new audience. And uh, while I was over there, you know, certain people, you know, that was over there doing big things, it stuck out to me. And one of these people was Khadijah. 
always very supportive coming to the room supporting you know what the composition was putting on and uh what we were doing over there and was always that that voice of reason as well always carries herself in you know beyond reproachable you know uh very classy sister man you know very to the point and about business man but uh i noticed that your character man you you're like a i, I want to say like a peacemaker like a silent peacemaker when you come around when things get rowdy you come around so many different people respect you so many different people respect you that it's it's more so like uh everybody like cease fires when, when you're in the building you know what i'm saying you got that you got that clout like that you got the juice khadijah <laughs> but uh but yeah the formal question i want to ask because i asked all the guests to come on the show khadijah why why spoken word why poetry but thank you so much i appreciate those beautiful words that beautiful love and why spoken word? Um, well, there's an old saying that says, I didn't choose poetry, poetry chose me. Uh, um, I actually have always been a creative soul for as long as I can remember. I've always expressed myself through writing. I've been actually writing songs since age 11, and that was the first time I ever performed. It was actually at a graduation. <laughs> so, um, I've also written short stories. I remember when I got sick with bronchitis when I was about 13 years old and I was in the bed for a month. <laughs> and um, I was bored watching. I was, I was tired of watching cartoons. So I started just writing short stories. So I've actually always had a love for writing. Um, but I, I wrote my first poem when Philando Castile actually um, got murdered. So he was a black man who got gunned down by a police officer and um i wrote the poem was about black men who get profiled and shot and killed on a daily and it was called bloody bloodbath so that's actually how i started but i didn't really start pushing my pen until i came onto the app the social the social audio app called clubhouse and um like i said i've been singing since like 10, 11. And um, I wrote a couple pieces, but it wasn't until I came over to Clubhouse that I really started meeting all of these um, seasoned poet poets who really inspired me to really push what I can do. And it really showed the depth Like as I began my journey. It's been really a beautiful journey to really just see the depth of my mind and see how far I can go. And really um put to paper what's been on my mind and what i've never actually written down so that's how it started and ever since then i've just hit the ground running and i love the art of poetry and so that's why i said it chose me <laughs> mm. so exquisite man because uh you know you when you recite i've never heard you i've never heard you spit a poem you know that wasn't on the level of like something major you know topics that you that you tackle in your poetry you know you know are real issues that that are really fate that we're facing in our community and um i applaud you for that you know when i came over to clubhouse and uh 
I came in one of your rooms. I believe it was the Coachella or one of one of the uh, big stages that you have. And I was just blown away of how much support you had from so many different phenomenal artists. I'm telling you guys, man, like if you if you if you never been to the Coachella event that uh, Khadijah puts on for the world stage over on Clubhouse, I'm talking about the amount of talent It's like. You listening to this show and it's like a it's like an all-star cast. Like these people are just phenomenal, man. Like I, I've heard artists on your stage, and I'm like, where is this guy? Where is this woman? Like, why haven't I've seen them, you know, with that level of talent? And uh it's a testament. It's a real testament of you know who you are to be able to attract that type of talent. To have so many different people rever you and um, show you so much love is like uh, it's, it's, it's just a phenomenal thing, you know. So tell us a little bit about World Stage, though. How how did that come about? OK, so World Stage, that is our house on Clubhouse. Um, we actually started off when I first got onto the app, I actually was more so in the business rooms, um, which I still am, but that's how I initially started. I didn't know anything about any poetry side. <laughs> I thought it was all lumped together, but no, there's different sides of the app. So, um, so I met someone over in one of the business rooms and he came in there and I was running the space and he's, he was a poet and he introduced himself. I was like, um, oh, you're in the state of Mississippi. I'm in Mississippi as well. Let's connect. And so we did. And I started frequenting his spaces and I became a admin over in his space. And that's when I was introduced to a whole new world. <laughs> and all of these beautiful creatives were in there. And it was just beautiful, the, the level of artistry. So eventually I wanted to like take it to the next level with my own platform. But I wanted uh, to, we wanted to do it a bit different so me and a couple of other people got together and we formulated world stage and it's just been such a beautiful experience um now uh i solely run world stage and um it's about cultivating the love of artistry as creatives you know i think one of the most beautiful gifts to have is creatively uh is creativity because your mind is an oasis you know it's like running water and it never runs out of ideas and so i wanted to give space to artists who are like me uh, who are creative and who eat sleep and breathe these different art forms so we allow people to come onto our world stage and engage in the freedom of spoken word and creative performance art i always say that world stage is a cornucopia of international talent and all things creative and cultural with the collective consciousness and uh, we give space for anybody to come express themselves freely and openly. It always just makes me feel so good when people come to my rooms and tell me that their favorite, that it's their favorite house on the app. You know, I've had numerous people tell me that my exclusive escape open mic night room is their favorite room, you know, and it just shows me that I'm leading in purpose and that this is helping artists uh, get off what's in their hearts. And it's important for us as creatives to have an outlet to get out how we feel. And that's why the Sunday room that I, I created and came up with is called Exclusive Escape is because you can escape from all the woes of the outside world for a few hours, you know, escape from all the drama that happens 
on and off clubhouse <laughs> and come into our space where it's a safe space and you're respected and you're loved on and you're treated right and you come in there and you let it all out I always say if you just want to like be some pots and pans together together to let it out you can do that you know i might turn my volume down a little bit so it won't be so <laughs> loud in my ear <laughs> but i will allow space for you to express you you know um i would say we just don't go for disc pieces and stuff like that but other than that you know it's been just um you know it's just it, my my house has been smooth selling you know um everybody loves to come in there and catch a vibe i also host events from productions to discussions um i hosted my natural hair summit around september of last year and it's been my most successful event with almost a thousand people uh coming through the space and i did the hair summit because it falls right in line with my mission and what i'm so passionate about which is creating justice awareness around the beauty of natural hair so i decided to put together the natural hair summit you know something that's never ever ever been done on the app before and you can tell you could tell that we needed that moment in time because of how many people came through and how many people left saying that the room was a game changer for them for how they're going to look at their hair from now on or how they're going to care for their hair or how they're going to wear their natural hair instead of hiding behind the cloak of what society deems as acceptable. So it really changed lives. And um, I was really proud of that, you know, because I love to create events that are, that have the ability to change people or make a difference in people's lives. And it was, that was an amazing event. I want to do that summit again, and I'm going to do that summit again. Um, <laughs> also, um, I hosted the Afrobeat space celebrating the culture of African artists and Afrobeat music. And that one is still being talked about too. So, you know, the events that I, that I put together are normally what I feel near and dear to and what I want to be talked about more on this app or in the world. And, um, the Afrobeats, yeah. the Afrobeats, yeah. I was, ha I, I happened to be there. <laughs> yes, you were. I, I, got, I got an invitation, you know, to be one of the mods and, uh, I can tell you guys from firsthand experience that room was dynamic. I went through a, a roller coaster of emotions during that room. Some of the art that that some of the artists displayed of their talent and um from tears in my eyes to just joy, laughter, it was just so incredible. And um the artists that came on that stage was so professional. That's the, I think that's the key of why you get so much notoriety before, for these rooms because the sound quality, you know, these artists, they come prepared. You know, they come with their equipment set up, man, and it's like you, you're actually in a concert and um, you're, hearing, you're hearing everything, you know, you're hearing their emotion, you, you're hearing the sentiment behind the songs and um, that, was a, that was a game changer for me as well, being a mod in that room. So many dope artists that came on that stage that night. Thank you. Is is the replay still up for that? Yes, yes. I leave all my replays on. Um, so, you, so you guys, for my audience, you guys can go check that out. You guys can go to Clubhouse if you don't have the app. You can download the app. You know, make your little profile or whatever. It's very easy, very simple. And uh, you can go to World Stage. Look for the room World Stage. And uh, by Khadijah, her name will be up there. And... um. Go check out that replay of Afrobeats. That was, oh man, it was it was a phenomenal night. It was a phenomenal night. The artistry, 
some of the covers that I heard that night. I think I heard the CeeLo Green cover. I've never, yo, I was blown away <laughs> to this day. You know, I was like, wow, I even know they could just make that song like that. He, his rendition of that song was just phenomenal. But you guys go check that out and hear it for yourselves. Oh, the one you're talking about where um, the gentleman sung the CeeLo Green. Oh, my goodness. That was one of my favorite performances, too. Yes. And then the, the, the guy named Jay who did a Coldplay song called Fix You, and he just turned the whole thing around. That was actually, um, I do so many events. Uh, that one was Ignite the Mic. That oh, was, that's right. That was Ignite yeah. the Mic. That was an Afrobeast. That was Ignite so the Mic. you were at the Afrobeast. But I was at the Afrobeast as well. Yes, I was at the Afrobeast as well. <laughs> But whoa, I mean, but you guys go check her out, man. Y'all check her room, uh, world stage out. All the replays is up there. You can check out the Coachella event. Tell us about that Coachella event. Like, how did you manage to curate such a phenomenal event? Tell us about that. I know it was a headache putting all these artists together the way you did, but it was a, a absolute success. So tell us about how that came about. So Coachella... That's the one that um, I did last year. A lot of times if events are successful and people seem to really vibe with them, I'll do them again. I'll make them an annual thing. So Coachella, um, it hasn't happened just yet. That one's going to be coming up, I'm thinking in September. But that one's a little bit different from Ignite the Mic because um, Coachella, uh, we have a live DJ in there kind of keeping the, the, the room jumping and we do more so um, a freestyle fire last time it was so many just amazing poets coming through and I gave them a topic right on the spot like for instance Roe versus Wade I gave mm. that one to Nate and he just starts spitting and during the piece he's like Wow, Khadija, how'd you know I had this? I had some things to get off my chest. Like you could, it, it seemed like it was so bottled up inside of him, and it was something that he had been wanting to say, and it was just like dynamic. And I always think that when you're spitting straight from the dome, like that, that shows that's the true essence of who you are. You mm. know, shooting straight from the dome is because it's not written down, it's not edited, it's just you. It's coming right from the heart. It's coming right yes. from the heart. And so it was just incredible hearing that. And none of them knew what prompts I was gonna give them until literally that second. So we had music mixed with the freestyle fire, um, but that's what we do at Coachella. And it's a lot of uh, DJ vibes too, with DJ Ice Mike, who's an incredible DJ. He's gonna do it again for us this year. But the one that, um, that we did before this one, um, which was called Ignite the Mic, Yes, it's, it's, it's something else getting all those artists together <laughs> because, you know, when you're trying to put together a dynamic event, you kind of got to know, um, you know, I, I literally plan my events. I literally, like people might think, wow, she really does that. I literally create an agenda on mm. my computer <laughs> mm. and I plan the thing out from beginning to end. And it's worked for me thus far. Um, I, I, I do events in real life, so it, I kind of like just you know I just do it on Clubhouse as well. And take that model, sports. take that model yeah. from the from the real world, and just apply it. And um, mm -hmm. that's the way to go. That's the way to go because it's one thing that you can get that note from all of your rooms. It's very professional driven, and uh, it's 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 very peaceful. It's peaceful, you know. And um, yeah. you're in a setting where you know the artists are respecting the, the audience is respecting the artists the artist is respecting the time of the audience 
and um it's phenomenal absolutely phenomenal so uh yeah man uh i want to get into some spoken word you know because it, it would be a shame if i had you on the show i would get a ton of emails like how you didn't let her spit nothing and you know and i and i opened up the show with a poem so you know the the audience is really anticipating hearing something from you so what i want to do is i want to set the stage up i want to set the stage up for you uh get you you know get you all prepared are you prepared to do a poem right now i'm prepared all right all right so uh let me set the stage up for you Coming to the stage, I want to give a warm, warm welcome to the beautiful, incomparable Khadijah Muhammad. This piece is called Colorblind. The same old tired song, brainwashed. Feelings of days old resurfaced, the vitriol. I'll never forget as I listened to this man dog me solely off the shade of my skin. And as it was recently said to me, just listen on mute and see how he really feels about you. Tuned into the call, walked away feeling simply disgusted, gutted. You would never choose the black crayon in the box because it's too dark. It's too, it's too, she's too dark. And the ironic part is hearing you go room to room in these clubhouse streets, spitting your poetry, posturing, keeping up the facade of championing the advancement of black history, but in all actuality, you dig up old bones from our history that left scar tissue as we're still reeling from the effects of others who don't seem to grasp that our color does not warrant discrimination. And frankly, we as a black nation can never heal in our journey when people like you continually pull the scabs off, and irritate the same injury. We're bleeding from both ends, and the problem is not just our white counterparts. It's the man who we call brother every day, who regurgitates the same colorism and behavior that he publicly claims he hates. I mean, I may not be everybody's cup of tea, and that's perfectly okay, believe me. But if the only thing you can say about me is that my dark skin is ugly... (laughs) the audacity what happens in the dark will come to light and I am light even in all of my dark skin I am a prism I am wisdom a spectrum of color and as you continue to spew through your tinted views I won't give in to the projection of self-hatred by way of your communication I've now been introduced to the real you and what further blew my mind as I listened in disbelief on the line as you pit two black women against one another solely based on color. Light skin versus dark skin, color shaming at my expense, quote, 
oh, the clubhouse audience will rock with you more because you're light-skinned and she's dark. What do they want to come into her rooms for? I really can't believe this is my experience in 2023, being color-shamed by a grown man at his big age of 50. So I picked up my pen and I'm using this outlet of poetry to speak. And truthfully, we have to start calling out any sort of discrimination so that this dangerous point of view that is so systematically woven into the seams of our nation can be ousted and put on blast in front of all of you. And once and for all, at last, can be completely removed. Peace. Wow. Absolutely phenomenal. We got to talk about this. Wow. Colorblind. Colorblind. I can tell that this poem came from a real place. Despite the incident, you know, the blatant incident that that caused it. But it's much deeper than that. It addresses issues that are so, you know, prevalent in our community. So it's like, wow, colorism. Malcolm once talked about, he once talked about the field Negro and the house Negro. The difference between them. The nuance between them how the house negro would be in the house he would be close to the master he ate what the master ate he he slept in better quarters than the rest of the slaves and wow he uh he said that the house slave, if anything would happen, you know, the, 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 he would hear the, the field slave talking about, let's run away from here. Let's, let's get away from this oppression. And the house slave would say, what? Where we going to go that's better than here? It's a psychology. It's a psychology you know that unfortunately it plagues our community we divide ourselves I, I often i often say you know black people in this country are unique we're unique because we don't we don't have an identity that's why you will find us clinging to anything to validate us you find us in engulfed in religion and in ideologies and and everything anything that can validate who we are because we don't know and unfortunately you see it amongst our people that this sick notion that your dark skin is a curse that your dark skin is something to be abhorred or to be, you know, reviled. 
this this poem it really speaks to the heart of how we truly feel and it won't change until we address it we we pull back the curtain you know we pull back the covers we address the elephant in the room we've been taught in so many different ways in this country you know that you know our skin you know is our only crime you know is our skin tone so you find people being so uh influenced by this notion that they will even go to the the extent of bleaching their skin epidemics where it's mostly black people africa jamaica the caribbean you find them bleaching their skin trying to get lighter because they feel that the lighter they are the better they will be it's sick it's sick and i applaud you sister i really do i applaud you for even having the courage to address it and and address it the way that you did thank you i think you i think you did a phenomenal job i think you did a phenomenal job round of applause for you nothing like loving yourself and you know being so comfortable in your own beautiful skin because that's what it is black is beautiful i think lupita is beautiful and i think Mm. alicia keys is beautiful you know two different shades of of black uh but one of the the most beautiful things that make us as black women so beautiful is the fact that we have a plethora of skin tones and they're all beautiful Mm. You know, uh, we're the only group of women or only group of people that have all of these different shades of color. We're the most diverse people on earth. And the most common, uh, the common ground that we all stand upon is that we're all brothers and sisters, you know, and there's a whole community. There's a whole community of people that try to debunk our beauty. And so we can't feed into that because, you know, we have the world against us. So why would we put our own selves against each other, you know? And so I always like my brand is is built on celebrating the beauty of melanin, mm. melanated textures. And so, you know, growing up, growing up, I got called uh, I got called burnt chocolate chip. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Right. Mm. Crazy. And first of all, what is a what is a burnt chocolate chip? Mm. Can, can chocolate chip chips if they melt they're just melted chocolate <laughs> mm. so anyway but but it's crazy because you know having experienced that and then to have it come back around at this older age that I'm in mm. it just reminds me that we've come far but we still have a, a ways to go mm. and we have to be the example to other people coming up and that's why I write pieces like that that's why it's because and that's why i have my brand is because i don't want any other little, little girl to to think that their black skin isn't beautiful mm. i want to have products of representation that look like them you know so indeed it's all wrapped up in in in, in one you know what i'm saying like it's all it's it's multi-dimensional it's <laughs> a perfect it's a perfect segue because this is what i wanted to get into i wanted to get into designs by deej and if you guys don't know, uh, she has an Instagram that you can follow. Uh, I believe it's Designs by Deej, right? Yes. Deej is spelled D-I-J. 
Deej, like for Khadijah. And um, go check out some of those pieces because she got some dope pieces over there that you can check out. I really love them umbrellas, man. Them umbrellas are dope. Uh, the, the, the beautiful black avatars that you have over there, you know, the, even the models that you get to, to model your products, you know, beautiful black. And, um, it's just, it's wonderful to see us, you know, represented, seeing a person to take the time, the effort to build a brand, really focus on us as our culture, you know, giving back. Just showing us recognition, giving us an option in the stores. When we go in the stores that we can say, okay, I can I can choose this brand that represents who I am, represents my beautiful hair, my beautiful skin. You know, um, I think it's phenomenal. So tell us, how did you come up with the concept designs by Deej? So um, designs by Deej is a full service gifts and stationery shop is your one-stop shop for all things handmade and unique i started off the brand creating actually i started off creating three-dimensional greeting cards and um those were amazing it, it really kicked off the brand um as far as me creating items with my hands um they were literal literal structural works of art and i still create them um it, they're nothing like store-bought items you know we're at the store they just literally slide those cars through a print and press and slap them on the shelves but here i was making structural works of art and people love them and they still love them to this day and so um i would make those and then also i started doing illustration art on greeting cards like making black art greeting cards as well mm. so when i would go out to my events like my vendor events i would have those on the table as long as my along with my three-dimensional greeting cards and i um often got requests for um you know people would see the the imagery the black art on those on those greeting cards and they'd be like do you have that design in any other products do you have it on t-shirts and I, everybody was doing t-shirts so i didn't really want to do t-shirts because everybody and their mama doing t-shirts mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh what i did do is i turned my brand into a full service stationery and gift shop where um, I created that art on umbrellas, the same art that was on the greeting cards, I would expand it onto umbrellas and tote bags and, and pillows and backpacks. And so literally that same art that you see on these backpacks and things like that, I originally designed that for my greeting cards um, and, and people just wanted more. They wanted to be able to re represent themselves in a bigger form and fashion. And so I give the people what they want. So um, from there, though, like I said, as I expanded in my artistry, I also expanded my brand. And so it's now a full service gifts and stationary gift shop that celebrates black women, black hair and black culture. And I do place a specific emphasis on the beauty of natural hair because in 2023, black women are still experiencing natural hair discrimination mm. in the workplace and corporate America at the gym and the schools everywhere. And it's just a shame that we as black women uh, are not free to just be truly who we are. And, you know, um, I know personally here in Mississippi, there's this um, a newscaster who got fired from her job mm. because she 
wouldn't she didn't want it she wanted to ditch the wigs and the weaves and she came to work with her natural hair the hair that grows out of her scalp mm. and she got fired she wow. got fired she was actually supposed to speak at the um at the curls and combo natural hair summit but um her she was at a different function and the time ran over so she wasn't able to speak but she definitely came through and she supported the space as well so mm. um she's an amazing amazing woman her name is Brittany noble Brittany noble so um you know things like this really do that really do happen in real life like women are literally discriminated and shunned against because we just want to be our true authentic selves and that's not right and so through the medium of digital art my mission is to continue creating justice awareness around the beauty of melanin and natural hair and to give people um that look like me permission to love themselves it's no secret that society tries tirelessly to condition black women into not loving who we are and not stepping into our true divine selves and black women have been denied love and respect for centuries. So designed by designed by Deja's mission is to uplift black women in hopes that they're able to take their power back and love on themselves and one another. And I want my audience to feel empowered and celebrated when um, they bring my products into their sacred spaces. You know, we give you we give you all the needed vibes for the culture and uh, you know, like like you said at the beginning, affirmation, representation, mm. celebration. And today, Designs by Deej, uh, we place an emphasis on celebrating the diversity of natural hair, the beauty of melanated skin. Um, and I just hope that my products can combat this controversy as uh, they're made intentionally and purposefully because art has a powerful way of moving society forward. That's right. I agree 100%. And it's unfortunate that in this day and age, you know, there's still discriminations, you know, with with black women in their hair you know it's 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 crazy you know and uh this is supposed to be you know america the land of the the home of the 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 free you know the land of the brave and um this is still going on man it's it's going on far too long and uh i applaud you for you know addressing the issues addressing the issues you know they got a saying they say be the change you want to see in the world you know be the change that you want to see in the world and i think you're doing just that you know you're seeing something that needs to be addressed and you're not just talking about it you're, you're mobilizing it yet you're actively working towards changing it you know and um i think that i think that's important i think it's important that you know we have positive you know stigmas or positive you know uh you know images of us one of the things uh, i remember this poem that i did one time uh talking about the harlem renaissance you know and um at that time you know these different black black people came together from all different walks of of you know artistry came together and was being the example being the change changing our image because before them it was the, the the image of black people in america was hobos rapists you know winos you know and uh they they sought to change that you know so um i think it's very important that we have this type of representation for us as a people you know uh great job khadijah great job Thank you. 
and you mentioned um be the change that you want to see in the world i love that quote and another one i i say a lot is using my difference to make a difference and mm. who i am black a black muslim woman um it's important to me to cover representation in all aspects as a black woman as a muslim woman so the art that i design I design with intention to celebrate me as a covered woman, me as a black woman, and others who can relate to that journey so that they see themselves in my products. So I love to say I'm using my difference to make a difference. And also I'm using my difference as someone who is a designer and an artist to to create art that's important you know, and not just seeing the issues and just sweeping them up under the rug, but actually helping to be a part of the change. So that's why I love that that quote. I and, love to use that quote. Yeah, that that that's a T-shirt right there. You know, uh, that that's definitely a T-shirt. I don't know why I haven't seen that before. That that's a T-shirt. Wow. You know, uh, it's profound as well, but it's needed though. Is needed. It's needed for us to uh, really, you know, um, put these these things out there to show, you know, that we don't gotta we don't gotta represent ourselves in a negative light. If you notice in the uh, the hip hop world, in the hip hop world, and even in the hip hop culture, you know, it's a lot of things there that's that's geared towards derogat, you know, being derogatory towards our women, you know. Uh, you know, whether it's being exploiting them and, you know, painting this image that is all about money driven and, you know, very loose and everything of that nature. You know, it's very important for us to combat that with, Afro, you know, affirmations of positivity, you know, of what we are. Because it's always it's always the minority. The minority don't speak for the majority because the majority of if you look at the majority of black people in this country, the majority of black people in this country are law-abiding citizens the majority are you know great fathers great mothers you know the majority but the minority you know they they tend with us to showcase you know the minority's actions of the for the majority of the people you know so it's it's crazy and and it's very deliberate what they do so the only way to combat that is to you know bring out other sides so people can see no this is who we are you know our our history don't start or end with slavery you know we we've been here you know and uh we have a rich legacy a rich rich history and slavery is is just a minor blemish to our very rich 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 history and we need to be reminded of that especially blacks in america Blacks in America, especially because we're the ones that's really, really affected by this this psychosis, you know, of living in America, living through Jim Crow, living through segregation, living through you know uh, the Reconstruction, all of this stuff, man. You know, so you actually, it's funny, you actually just said something exactly. Um, you you said exactly what I have on my website. 
right now when you talked about the minor blemishes. If I can read this, it's literally on my website under about me. Mm. And it says, this is what I wrote. Our mission is to shine a positive light on what makes us beautiful while celebrating the power and depth of our black culture. We have a story to tell. And although we aren't all one in the same as black people, we share the same experiences and it's what connects us as a whole is what makes us feel for each other and empathize so well with one another in times of challenge and in times of triumph. We can all be so different. We can be total strangers. We can come from all different walks of life, different backgrounds and different faiths. But there's this unexplainable common thread that just connects us and unites us as a culture because of the beautiful layered complexity of our melanin skin. Our story is so incredibly entrenched in rich culture, tradition and strength and it has gone uncelebrated for far too long. The minor blemishes are glorified by, by society 10 times faster than our strides. And our story of greatness and legacy is never quite captured in the beautiful way that it should be captured. Representation and diversity lacks. And as a woman who doesn't fit the mold of society, that just didn't sit well with me. That's how Designs by Deej came to be. Mm. <laughs> so well put. And it's, 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 it's so true. And it's, it is very deliberately done, you know, and uh, we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of that. You know, oftentimes I say, you know, we got to re reevaluate the way we view each other. You know, when I see you, when I see you as my sister, I'm walking in the street or I'm walking the street. You see me as your brother. We walk in and how we interact with each other. When you see me, are you afraid? You know, when you see me, are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just need us to really reevaluate that we all we got and we're suffering. We're suffering from the same identical atrocities, but they try to do the smoke and mirrors thing. Whereas it's like we're enemies of one another. And um, it's very deliberate. You see, as this, you know, as the years, you know, go by, you see through different times, they came up with different tropes to represent us. You know, especially the black woman, the black woman, she was she was first the mammy. You remember that's only that's only role she got. Hattie McDaniel, she got the award, the Oscar for being the mammy on Gone with the Wind. And they said rumors said that they wouldn't let it. They wouldn't even let her in the academy. She had to come through the back entrance or something like that. And she couldn't walk through the front door. And uh, here it is. She she won the Academy Award, but then they came up with the Jezebel. You know the Jezebel. Oh, she's just too hot in her pants. She just can't get enough. And then it transitioned to the Sapphire. You know, and then it now it it, it done is going towards oh now the independent woman, the independent woman. This is the new trope that they tried to brand all black women with. And it's deliberately done to keep us apart, away from each other, you know? And um, we just got to we just gotta fight through it. And we got to continue to speak about it, you know, put it in our poetry, you know, put it in, you know, in our art, no matter what that art is, you know, to let the world see that this is not, this, this is not who we are, you know? These tropes that they, they put on us is not 
you know, what represents us as a people. We are very resilient. We are very powerful, you know, but we don't know who we are. So uh, it's just about that. It's about legacies, about, you know, finding, you know, the legacy of us. And um, brands like your brand, Designs by Deej, is, is, is doing that, is doing the work. And I applaud you, sis, for real. So I want to take a quick break. I'm going to play some messages from our sponsors, you know, and uh, we'll be right back. But when we come back, you know, I want to uh, I want to set the stage up for you doing another piece. You got another piece for us? Yes, but um, <laughs> it was between two pieces. We were talking about natural hair, so. Mm hmm. Maybe that one, but I know one of your favorites also is the one called Blacked Out Mirrors. So, all right. So, what we can do is we can save the Blacked Out Mirrors for your final piece. How about that? And we can okay. do and we can do the hair piece after the intermission. Okay. All right. So, uh, we'll be back after these messages. Hello, this is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Inner Child Press International. First, I must say we at Inner Child Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Inner Child Press International offer to you his listeners, and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code SPOKENSOUL to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at InnerChildPress.com, and we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.interchildpress.com. Thank you. What's up, world? It's your girl, Tamika Georgia Me Harper. And when I'm listening to podcasts, I want the real deal. So I listen to Spoken Soul Sessions with my man, Poetic Black. What's up, everybody? This your girl, Ebony the Goddess. And when I'm in these poetic streets going from venue to venue, I'm tuning in to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We're back. Coming to the stage. Let's give a warm, warm welcome. Performing her second piece, Khadijah. is whack yeah you heard me I didn't stutter I said crack is whack breaking bad stuck in the maze of a chemical labyrinth told mama at a young age I wanted my hair to lay straight like all the other girls my age somehow I made kinky the arch enemy and creamy was the epitome of all things straight and acceptable. The scratch of matchsticks scorched my scalp, 
treated my scabs with aloe vera gel. The chemical burns eventually healed, but the way I was burned, cause I wandered right into the gaping mouth of hell. That month of August, I found myself in an entanglement. God as my witness, I hated the process as white was applied to my black strands. Somehow the process, although overly processed, just seemed to make sense. But then again, white has a tendency to push its sentiment on me that my hair is rebellion because it's not wavy. You are a risk to me. This set off the catalyst in the pursuit of my own happiness. Through my ancestry, I could trace back my roots. The very essence of me is rooted in so much illustrious history. And my natural hair is my glory, my crowning jewel. Last time I checked, this is chess, not checkers. Checkmate, queen me. At age 16, I freed my hair and found my sovereignty. Never looked back to that nasty, creamy crack. Cause crack is whack. Crack is cheap. My crown is too regal to do crack. You see, I am otherworldly. My hair naturally defies gravity. I'm definitely not your average nor your ordinary, but the world doesn't see my hair as value and my natural curl texture is somehow a hazard. But you are a risk to me. In the grand scheme of things, on a daily, I'm boldly devalued, emphasizing their rhetoric through italics. Listen, I'm gonna need you to relax because your relaxers no longer interest me. And what's really interesting through this hair journey, there's this unique dichotomy. Y'all see my picture? This regal gold on my skin is divinity. Yes, I have a head of beautiful, healthy, natural hair under here. For some reason, people seem to fear the unknown because I don't comply to your societal norms. Yes, that question has been asked, do I have hair because you can't physically see my hair? Me as a Muslim woman, beautifully adorned under a veil, being covered somehow affects you is revolting, protecting my energy is self-preservation, not self-indulgence. I use my difference to make a difference. You see, what makes me different is what makes me me. I'm covered, no doubt, in strength, beauty, and dignity. And why is my hair such a topic of conversation? In the freest country in the world, Black women are held hostage as we stare into the evil eye of discrimination. And yes, natural hair discrimination is a form of racism, is running rampant in corporate America and innumerable workplaces. Transition does not start with a hairstyle. It starts with our mindset. They call it nappy because they don't understand it. So let's play a game of truth or dare. I dare you to remove the kinks from your mind, not our hair. Our hairstyles are a way to embrace our identity from our cornrows to our bantu knots, our Afro styles and our goddess locks, and even our slicked down baby hairs. Each style of expression holds a symbolic meaning. Natural hair is not a fad, it's a revolution. In conclusion, close your books, it's time for a pop quiz. The first and only question is, 
why do you consider my natural hair unprofessional and unruly? Because truly, your perception of me was never my responsibility. But it's clear that you, not my hair, you are a risk to me. Wow. Wow. Absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Absolutely phenomenal. There was so many different points in there, man. You said my hair defies gravity. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. Black people are the only people mm-hmm. who whose hair defies gravity. Our hair, it grows straight up. Right. Everyone else's hair... Uh, it falls down. <laughs> it's it's it, that's deep. You don't think about it. You like wow. You know, I, I I heard one brother. I forgot who it was. It was someone that was uh, speaking about it, and they were saying that, you know, our hair we're people of the sun, and um our hair cu- goes up to the sun. It grabs energy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I was like wow. It's very powerful And it's like you you sitting here trying to Destroy your hair Process it To get it You know out out of its natural state But its natural state is superior To anything you've ever seen Mm -hmm. You know And and it's all because we don't know who we are We really don't have a clue Of who we are Had we known You know Had we known who who we were you know, some of the things that you find us falling victim to, we wouldn't. You know, at this day, at this day and age, you know, it seems like us as a people, you know, it's like we're moving backwards in, in certain regards. You know, instead of embracing who we are, you find us running from who we are, trying to alter or change or, you know, be anything but who we are, you know. And um, we just got to see the value in us. And uh, th- this poem right here was just phenomenal. And it, sp- it spoke to that. It spoke to, you know, our greatness, you know, our trials, you know, the things that we do because we're miseducated. Malcolm, you know, Mal- I really look up to Malcolm and Malcolm, <laughs> he used to process his hair. You know what I'm saying? He used to process his hair, get a uh, that conk. You know, your hair's nappy, conkalina will make it happy, you know? <laughs> and uh, the straightening combs. I remember, you know, the nostalgia from seeing my cousins, you know, all the girls in the family getting their hair done before before the, the school day the next, you know, that burning hair. I forgot who said it. Somebody said it, an entertainer said it. He said that burning hair, that's something that's indicative to black culture. You know, he was like, he was like, yo, my white friends wouldn't understand that. To smell that, to smell the burning hair and know where that process came from of straightening us trying our attempt to want to fit in, want to reform want to be or alter ourselves to try to get along and look where it's gotten us 
So poems like this, my sister, are powerful, are very powerful, you know, and it really needs to be spoke about. It, it really needs to, to be put out there so people can, you know, if, if not anything, ponder, ponder, like, why are we trying to change who we are? Why are we running from who we are? Right. Great, great, great poem. Great poem. Thank you. And if you notice in, in the piece where I um I said that at one point when I when I as an adolescent, I saw everybody else doing it. So I'm like, okay, I wanna get I wanna I wanna try to cream me. <laughs> <laughs> but I never did like the feeling of it. Like it used to always I used to dread actually getting the process done mm. because it didn't feel right that chemical in my head did not feel right so at age 16 like i said in the poem is literally when i was like i don't want to do this anymore this and ever since then mm. i've been completely natural but that's the thing is that oftentimes you know we do things just to follow what is deemed normality mm. when it doesn't feel right like if the process doesn't even feel right then you know something's wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it used to, you know, from the burns that you experience and all that stuff, like all that is signs that this ain't what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Indeed. That's, 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 you know, it's funny that you said that because in the poem that I spit, that I spit at the beginning of the show, I was talking about the normalities of what's expected. You know, the normalities of what's expected. You know, we, we, we're expected to fall in line, you know, even even if it's it's against or it's at the detriment of our own being, you know, and it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad yourself and so many other sisters, you know, decided to say I'm done with this. We going natural. And from a male, you know what I'm saying? From a man's perspective, man, black men, we find natural hair very sexy. You know, very sexy. You know, sisters put a lot of emphasis on it. But, you know, it, it gets to that point where it becomes more than, oh, I'm just, it's, it's, it's more for them because it validates who they are. You know, a woman hair is one of her adornments. You know, it's not just hair. You know, some people will be like, oh, it's just hair. And that. no, it's not just hair. The hair of a woman is one of her adornments. So she should be concerned of how she's viewed. And if she's ostracized or demonized for the way that her hair looks, one of her natural adornments, the things that men look for in a woman, you know, how is this? How is this justice? How is this, you know, how is this fair in any means, you know? Um, it's crazy, you know, and uh, we, we really got to get up off of it. And it starts with us. It starts with us because we have to see that value in us. The way we put value in other designs. You see how black people, we go crazy. You know what I'm saying? This Fendi, Gucci, you know, all these different people that don't represent us, don't look like us. We feel that if we put these products on, it validates us. This is the reason why we spend all the money we do. Why you find our sisters, they spend so much money on black hair. And this, this is a billion dollar industry. 
and we don't benefit from it. We don't reap the dividends behind this industry. If if this is what we're going to do, then we should we should benefit from it. We shouldn't have other people. There's 90% of hair products are produced by Koreans. You know? So all these products, we go into these places, we altering ourselves, and even at the expense of altering ourselves, somebody else is benefiting from it. That's not us. That got to change. You know, we go to the nail salons. We All these things that the sisters do to beautify themselves, all these things could be satisfied with by us, for us. But we first got to see value in us. And um, that's the problem. The problem when 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 we put something out, you know, we got to be the first ones, the foremost in supporting this. That's why, you know, I really want to campaign for you winning this award that you've been nominated for. You know, I want to talk about that. Tell, tell us about this award, these two nominations that you got nominated for. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I don't mind if I do talk about that, which is really exciting. Um, just a little a little background. Um, I actually won the um, Top 50 Women in Business in Mississippi Award back in 2020, literally right before COVID hit. <laughs> I won the award, walked across the stage, got my award, all that good stuff. Um, this time, um, well, first, let me just give you a little history. So it's called the Best of Mississippi Awards, and it was birthed from Dr. Kathy Amos, and she's the founder of Business Empowered International and the Mississippi Chamber of Commerce. So in 2015, she felt a calling to honor men and women in the state of Mississippi who are doing great things. You know, and it's important to celebrate people in our communities to bring awareness and shine a beautiful light on positivity and people who are making a difference in the community. Uh, in a world, in this world, because we really have enough negativity, you know? So I'm really excited about the best Mississippi Awards because it is Mississippi's most prestigious honor and it recognizes and celebrates the best small to mid-sized businesses, business visionaries, and community leaders in the state. And the best of Mississippi Awards is the largest business recognition program in the state of Mississippi. So to say that I'm honored to be nominated will be an understatement. Um, is really an honor. There's about 20 categories on the list. Uh, I saw categories in every field that you could think of. I saw categories for best event planner of the year, best publisher of the year, social media influencer of the year, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm nominated in the two categories of entrepreneur of the year and small business of the year for my brand Designs by Deej. Mm. And what they did yeah yeah what they did is um after they announced our initial nomination they came back to us and they told us they they said okay only the top five nominees in each category will make it to the final ballot so spread the word to your customer base and to everybody else because if you're not one of the top five people to get the most votes unfortunately you won't make the final ballot um there were about 20 to 25 people that were in those two categories that i'm nominated in so you know um it wasn't gonna be no e easy feat <laughs> mm. to make it down to the to the top five. So what I did was I began posting on my social medias and spreading the word. And about two weeks before they publicly announced who had made it to the top five in my category, they emailed me and told me that I had enough votes to secure my nomination. So in other words, my supporters showed up and showed out for me. 
And that was very, very exciting to, to, to read through the email <laughs> because it's one thing to post about it and hope that people are nominating you and supporting you. Then it's another thing to receive confirmation that they did really um, do what they said they would do. Mm -hmm. You know, they really did nominate me and make sure that, you know, that I made the top five and um, they did what it took to get me into the top five. So now my name will be sitting pretty on the ballot and I'm really excited. Uh -huh, um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be nominated in one category is amazing, but to be nominated in two categories. Yeah, wow. that's more. Okay. That's a better chance that you come home with something. With you know something. what I mean? So, uh, yeah, we rooting for you, man. I, you know, I, I'm going to vote. You know, um, I'm happy that you're one of the the five finalists. But uh, the work ain't done yet, so we still got to vote. We still, got, we still got a little bit more voting to do. I'm definitely going to vote. I'm urging all of my audience to vote. In fact, we're going to put the link because the voting is not up as of yet as 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 of the recording of this podcast but it would be up this week this is going to air friday so if you're listening to this now you know you're going to be hearing this this friday today and uh <laughs> uh it the voting it it comes up tomorrow on saturday am i correct on Saturday, July 15th. That's correct. Saturday, July 15th. So uh, you listening to this uh, this podcast, the link, the link will be up in the description of this podcast as of Saturday. Now, the podcast is going to drop Friday, so it won't be there Friday. But Saturday, I'm going to uh, refresh it. And I will put the link up because we'll have the link to give you guys. So I'm urging you guys to go in the description box of this podcast and and go vote for our sister. man. she's doing some big things out there in Mississippi that's representing us as a people, man. And I think this is a beautiful honor that uh, that has been bestowed upon you. And we really want you to win, Khadijah, for real. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes. I need my supporters to show up for me one more time. And people who are hearing me for the first time, um, I would love for you to vote and check out what I've got going on um, as well. So you can see what I do, my, my, my designs and that kind of thing. Vote Khadijah Muhammad for Entrepreneur of the Year and Small Business of the Year. If you have multiple iPads, multiple phones or email addresses, vote for me under those. That's right. Every, <laughs> every, every vote counts and I definitely want to secure this award that I'll be taking home as well as winning the award um, you know the, winning the award will give me more increased visibility um, it would be statewide and national recognition as one of the top small businesses in my industry you know so increased visibility is always a win in my book um, I, I'm still you know I, I love the award and everything and I, I want to win the award too because it's very nice I saw it it's, it's sweet <laughs> but the increased visibility too and, and my goal is to always spread the word about this brand that I built from the ground up you know and honestly um, that's what it's all about is it's just it's just getting the word out there more and more and um having you all support means the world to me and i already have the perfect place i want to set my award on. Uh, that's right when, i don't want to say if <laughs> when i win when, when that's right when you win because i'm gonna announce God it willing. too once you that's <laughs> right inshallah when you when you finish when you get that yeah. award let me know give me confirmation and I'm gonna make an announcement on the on the on the broadcast, and I'm gonna let the people know that yes, your votes counted. Uh, our sister won, 
and um, it's going to be beautiful. We need this. We need this. And uh, we need the people to go out there and be proactive because if we're not supporting us, how can we expect any of our issues to be or any of our concerns to be addressed? It starts with us, you know, and we got to move like that. You know, this got to be culture. It got to be something embedded with us that, yo, look, we got to come out, show up for our people. We got to show out for them. You know, it's not about competitions. It's more so about unity. It's about like, let us get recognition for what we do. So many different black inventions that we utilize today that we don't even realize these are black inventions from the cell phone, from the microphone in the cell phone, from the street lights. You know, so many different inventions, so many different patterns that, you know, our society will be will be in turmoil, you know, if not for these inventions. But we never get recognition for it, you know, and we got this idea in our minds that if it's black, it's whack or, you know, if it's black, it's bootleg or, you know, no black excellence, you know. So Khadijah is definitely one of the sisters out there that's putting it on for us as a culture, as a people that's that's making products for us that, you know, products that's made by us for us, you know, that represent us in a positive light, nothing negative. So I think this is something that we should get behind and support, you know. So I'm urging you guys definitely when the link appears, you know, you got to check it on Saturday. You know, if you listen to the podcast on Friday, I know you guys usually download it on the first day it comes out. But for the purpose of the vote, Saturday, it will be up in the description. So you guys, please go vote for our sister. Let's get her, you know, recognized. Let's get her recognized for the for the tremendous work she do in the community. All right, but I want to what you call it. I want to set it up. I want to bring you up. My favorite part of the show Cause this poem was I was thought about When you put this in the uh, In the rotation <laughs> uh, To perform your last poem I wanna Welcome back to the stage The wonderful Resilient Legendary Khadijah is called Blacked Out Mirrors. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the prettiest one of all? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the prettiest one of all? Mirror, mirror on the wall, pretty hurts, cause pretty much don't mean much. It sums, it only multiplies and divides the lies and the self-hype and the absence of self-reflection and present, stunted bloom and identity, a bed of roses, so much beauty. But no one sees the thorns, all they see is the pretty misery. The trend of miseducation runs amok, violently raging as we're divvied up, misinformation from the cup that society ever so delicately 
hands to us. The hand we're dealt, we play the part, taking part in the fancy upscale eateries we greedily order from the menu that lays out an all-you-can-eat buffet, but it always seems to come back up. Regurgitate the lies we ate, disseminate the stances we take, satisfied being pacified, Propaganda expects us to just digest it all and ingest as they unjustly spoon feed us a disservice by way of tall tales and all the lies that all we need is a little pretty to get us by. We may as well face it, but how can we face it when we've blacked out all the mirrors that used to reflect our faces? Desperately in need of braille translation as we feel our way around, the blind leading the blind, self-accusing spirit no longer spreading accusations, has been silenced so much it went on permanent vacation. No sense of personal reflection, just blacked out mirrors reflecting a bunch of nothing. Darkness fills the air, silencing that voice that we used to hear, our subconscious thoughts falling on our own deaf ears. Shh, can you hear? Nope, not a sound, nor a sight but steady citing society as the reference source that sources our definitions and positions on matters that affect us. We grapple and come to terms that maybe, just maybe, physical beauty alone ain't enough. <laughs> Imagine that. A living paradox and contradiction, the con in diction is the one finger pointing that can see everyone else's blemishes, but diminishes their own issues. Perfection is a disease in our nation. A proposition, but no one listens. The greatest arch enemy is the one we hide in ourselves and refuse to see. We stare into a dark hole where once upon a time a mirror used to be. And the worst part is how we seemingly sit comfortably in that complacency. And that's why I continue to repeat. Pretty hurts, cause pretty much don't mean much. Commit ourselves to reverse the curse forcing ourselves to rehearse a new way of self-love versus leaning on vanity, insanity, sanctifying the glory resulting in scattered pieces of us as we redefine what it means to truly be whole, leaning not to our own understanding, trusting in our own spiritual high, shifting through heights and slippery slopes to foot our landing, yet falling back into that same tired cycle recycling ideas of what pretty truly is. Pretty hurts, cause pretty much don't mean much. Peace. Wow. I love that refrain. Oh man, this poem right here, man. That's three bangers right there. That's three grand slams. You came on, you came on the show, and gave us three heavy, heavy, heavy pieces. You know, this is this is this is the problem that's going on in our community, and you see our young sisters are being, you know, they're being baited with this mindset. That what's going to get you ahead in life is your appearance. How pretty are you? 
so much to the extent is speaking about all the different things that we're doing now where sisters are very, very much suffering under the knife, going under the knife, you know, trying to alter their appearance, you know, and it's becoming to the point what happened to who you are as an individual, you know, your mind it's, it's everything is being really geared towards your appearance how she looked, you know, yo, she got a fatty, what was, was good, you know, and um, it's starting to drive us as a community. And we're starting to see the, the peril of it. How you see all these constant videos of these bad cosmetic surgery, you know, botched surgeries. And um, it's crazy. It's crazy. And um, this poem is speaking towards that. You know, and uh, pretty really don't mean much. You know, it's all superficial when you look at it because pretty is determined by, you know, the frequency or the, the you know, what they deem to be in. I remember back in the 80s. I remember growing up in the 80s. And it was, it was a, I was a young kid and I used to notice that it was a real effort to try to be as thin as possible thin as possible natural curvy black women you know they they out there trying to follow jane fonda because this was the model of beauty this was the model of beauty the model of beauty was uh yeah uh you gotta be you, you gotta be a stick figure if you had any type of curves or anything of that nature you was considered obese or fat and then came the 90s Sir Mix-a-Lot came out with a song, Baby Got Back, you know, and they start putting the emphasis on like, hold on, you know, this is not the model of beauty for us. And it changed, you know, black people started to, nah, these sisters got these curves. They started to wear it. And then you see what happened. People started to mimic that. So at one point in time, Skinny was in. If you was big and curvy, you know, you was out. But now it's the opposite. So they determine these trends at will, you know, plans like the, to divide us, you know, these plans to divide us. So, you know, our worth is more than our appearance, how pretty we are or these superficial things that they try to attach to us, you know, or try to define us as. I thought that was a powerful poem that spoke to all of these different things. And um, I could, man, I applaud you, sister. That's three powerful pieces you came on the show and just, and just killed, you know? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Most definite, man. It, it, it's been my pleasure. This has been a, this has been a beautiful interview. Uh, I've enjoyed this interview. I don't want it to end, but unfortunately all great things must come to an end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I enjoyed uh, it as well. Thank you for having me. Most definite, my sister. That. Most definite. Now, I want I want the people go out there, man. Like we already talked about, you know, voting for our sister for this uh for these two nominations that she received. But besides that, I want you guys to go out over on Clubhouse and see what I'm talking about. Go be like in awe of the 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 the, the level of artistry. You know, that 
that surrounds itself around and we didn't talk anything in this interview about your voice you know this is how multifaceted this queen is we didn't even get into your voice the voice of an angel i mean of a beautiful songstress you know we didn't get into the fact that you're classically trained in uh, uh you know what i'm saying i mean like you play you, you play instruments you know we didn't get into all of that know why we didn't get into all that because i do plan to have you back again <laughs> i do plan to have you back again you know so we can get into some of those other accolades but uh you do a lot sister and um i congratulate you on your uh, nominations and I'm, I'm I'm really rooting for you for you to get it. I'm definitely going to vote. I know my audience going to back me up and we're going to go all vote for you. And uh, we hope you get that win. But uh, besides that, you know, I want to thank you for your contribution to this this genre of spoken word, of this artistry that I love so much that has changed my life, you know, in so many different ways. Uh, I want to I want to thank you. For your contribution you know you're doing the work you know you got those people that's going to talk about things and then you got those people that's going to get things done and um, i'm happy that i know you that you know what i'm saying that you're out here getting the work done so uh i thank you for coming to the show i thank you for uh you know spending this time with me you know us getting getting inside the world of khadijah muhammad you know and uh this was a beautiful interview and I look forward to having you back on the show. Oh, thank you. Um, and I, again, just thank you for hosting me. It's been a, an amazing. And also I just want to encourage everybody that, um, if you want to, uh, tap in with my world a little bit more then you can follow me across all social platforms at designs by Deej, D I J short for Khadijah. So it's designs by D I J on all platforms instagram facebook twitter even tiktok <laughs> I, I never thought i would be on tiktok but here i am but it, <laughs> it really works for the brand so here i am on tiktok <laughs> yeah you got some dope videos over there too I'll be, i was checking out your videos she got some dope videos go check her out on tiktok for real thank you but uh thank you for coming through and you know spending this time uh we definitely plan to have you back you know get a little get 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 to know more about who you are but uh this is that time where i need my audience to get close this is that time of the show it's when i have to leave you guys with something something inspirational so if you're hearing the sound of my voice i need you to tune in I need you to tune in if you're hearing the sound of my voice. I hope, I hope you stay on your grind. I hope you don't allow anyone or anything to impede your progress. It's time to get work done. It's time to be active. And if we plan to be active for tomorrow, we have to start today. If you guys don't know anything about me, if you don't know anything about me, I want you to know this. I want you to know that I love you. 
And I hope I hope you love me too Peace